Guys, you're listening to the JK Experience, where we train leaders to live a life of exceptional impact, influence, and faith. I'm your host, Josh Kalinowski, and of course, today we have James, my man, Rivera. JK. What's happening, dude? Hey, I'm good. You kind of short-sold that intro a little bit. Why? Why? What did I do? Man, I normally, do? you let it play a little longer. I just, I, that gets me pumped up. Well, I have been listening. I will tell you this. I've been listening to the podcast, and uh, uh, when I do the long intro... I can see why you should be doing the short one. <laughs> All right. So I did okay. the shorter one because that's what you just got to do, man. You got you to get the, we got to get the people into the podcast because we have some really great things that we want to share and talk about. And uh, yeah, so here we go. Good. And I do love the song. I, I've said that 17,000 times. Yeah. Great it's song. a great song. So uh, real quick, while we get into this, yeah. can I ask a book question? Let's do it, brother. I want so, to. One of the things that I think if, if you've listened to the podcast at all. If you spent any time listening to our podcast, you know that Josh is a is a faith-based dude. Yeah. Right? Like your faith drives you. Mm-hmm. And so because of that, you know, it, it being such a central part of who you are. Yeah. Like what would you just say to somebody who's wanting a little more faith in their life? Oh, great question, brother. Well, I think that there's two uh two they two ways that we can look at faith. Um, one is, so we believe in five foundational pieces, right? And in mm-hmm. Kingsman, we live these out and these are, this is part of this, this, uh, private men's group that we have. Um, it's a brotherhood, I should say. And, uh, we, we do talk a lot about these principles throughout our companies, but it all starts with the foundation of faith and faith is so important because it takes on two different characteristics. One is the spiritual faith that's in our life. And obviously, I have a, as, a, as a man of faith, a man of God, uh, that is a, a really, really big, important area of my life. But I also want to talk about what's so important, too, is the faith within ourselves about ourselves. And for many people, we just naturally go to that faith side of it. Like, ah, I don't want to talk about God. Okay, well, let's not talk about God right now. Mm-hmm. That's, that's, that's okay. That's totally fine. That's for another subject. What I want to talk about is this, is that, yes, I have more faith in me than I've had in many, many years. I have more faith in what I have the ability to do in my life. And a lot of people that are broken, a lot of people that are that um, have shame in their life, a lot of people that uh, cannot forgive their past don't feel worthy of faith in their life within themselves, right? The reason why they don't go tackle that big goal, the reason why they don't go do that big thing is because they feel broken. Sure. And it's really important for you to start to develop that faith and belief within yourself in order for you to tackle greater things in your life, whatever level it is that you want to tackle at, right? And so the confidence that you get by doing things in your life is where your faith will come and build upon. And so I'll just, so I break it down in the book. I talk about creating disciplines, integrity moments within yourself, right? Mm -hmm. When, when I'm coaching clients and CEOs and, and, uh, managers and, and, and people in general, uh, we often go back to, okay, so you're sidetracked right now. You're not accomplishing the things you're not a mode. You're not motivated by what was once driving you to accomplish something. Tell me what you're doing in your life daily. And what you typically find is that people are starting to settle and not do the things that give them the power, right? They don't stay with what we call the disciplines in their life. 
And in fact, it was really interesting. I was just talking to Kate this morning and we just had snowmageddon over the last three days. And it kind of felt like we're back in COVID, right? We're just like, okay, we're hunkered down. We can't go anywhere. This is just an absolute nightmare. They've canceled school two days in a row. And we're like, and it was on the exact same day we got canceled last year, by the way, for, because of COVID. And it's like, dude, if we don't go back to school tomorrow, we're going to go insane, right? We're just like, oh, the, the PTSD was sitting in again. And what I shared with Kate was, I got to get back into my morning routine. Like I cannot wait for the, for things to open so that I can do the things in the morning that I was so accustomed to doing the disciplines that gave me the power to go and tackle the day. Yeah. And as much as I was still doing most of my morning routine, there were some really key things and elements that I couldn't do because they weren't open. The businesses weren't open. Uh, and it was so good to do that today. And, and by doing that, what it did is it got me back into my disciplines. It got me back in the things that once again, empower me, give that, build that faith within me about myself so that I can come in and, and have the many hard conversations that we've already had this week, mm-hmm. have the difficult challenges that, that we, that we are always faced with every week, each and every one of you listening to this, there's things in your life that are just going to come at you and you have no control over them. All you can do is control how you react. And if you do not have that faith muscle, that discipline muscle established in yourself internally, it's really, really, really hard to overcome those objections. It's really, really hard to be your best self during those stressful times. And uh, so when it comes to the faith within yourself, you've got to establish the discipline disciplines. And when you do that, I'm telling you, man, it can, you, it, can, it just turns into great, great moments in your life. Man, I like that. And as you were, as you were explaining that, I was, I was kind of making a connection there. Like the fact that faith is what gets you out of bed in the morning. Faith is what drives you. Faith is what keeps you trying new things right. and, and entering into new endeavors. But the thing that kept kind of hitting me in the back of my mind was the fact that even though you're, th- this faith is driving you, you're being faithful to that morning routine. You're yeah. being faithful to those things that improve you. Yeah. And I think that's a big part of it, right? Because yeah. I think that's a lot of the reason we lose faith in certain things is because we don't remain faithful to the hard stuff. Right. And so that that's a great parallel you drew there. Sure. And just like you were saying, though, faithful, like mm-hmm. you're full of it. Sure. Right? You're full yes. of that faith in yourself. And then, of course, once again, there's the other side of it, which is the spiritual side of it as well, too, which, you know, one, to me, that's the foundation. That's the foundation that is the rock uh, of any um, – I don't want to say successful person because I think there's other people, there there are people out there that, you know, don't have that side of it. Uh, but, uh, you know, a solid foundation is really, really hard to have if you don't have faith in your life. Yeah. Well, Hey, listen, so, so much, so much of that is true. And, and again, it doesn't matter your spiritual beliefs, right? right? Like you've got, you've got to have faith in something like something has to, has to keep you moving along because Mm. otherwise you wouldn't care about your future, right? You would sure. have no concern for it. Sure. And so you, you've got to believe in something, whatever that is. And, and you do a really great job because not even everybody in our, our organization uh, subscribes to the same faith that you do. You know, right. Theologically, they don't. Right. And you do a really good job of helping those people too. And even though you guys aren't going to the same church or sometimes not even worshiping the same God, right. you're still leading those people in that, and they still have faith in something. Sure. 
Yeah, I think we're we're chasing down a rabbit hole that <laughs> I don't sure. want to go down here right now. But uh, once again, I you know you, we love the people mm-hmm. and we love the opportunity to pour into them, yeah. and we love leading by example, and that's what we continue to do is lead by example, be no more for what we stand for than what we stand against. Yeah. You and I had a conversation about that a um, number of years ago. Actually, I remember coming back from Buffalo mm-hmm. about that, and uh, it's not about telling you and uh, telling you that you're wrong. I'm just going to live my life the way that I believe is the right way. And I hope it inspires you to be at least intrigued to know why I'm so happy. Yeah. That's an important part of, of the leadership concept that we follow here. And, yeah. I, and I really love that. Yeah. So, all right, buddy. Well, let's see. I hope that answered it. Was that good? Yeah, that was, was great. That? that was great. And, uh, you know, I just, I, I really appreciate those opportunities to, to talk about that. And this is a fun thing because uh, for those of you who have maybe gotten a copy of the book right now, this is a great opportunity to kind of get a little more insight than yeah. that than you can get just in the pages of the book. So it's yeah. awesome, and I appreciate that, John. Yeah, no, always appreciate the the questions, man. It's fun talking about it. It's really fun to discover, you know, once again, everything that was going into it over the last couple of years and what we kept in and what we didn't keep in there. Yeah. So, um, so yeah, I, I love what we talked about because I think we can expand on this. One of the things I want to talk about is, you know, hey, listen, we are we're we're getting towards the end of March, and we're getting towards the end of the first quarter, and dude, that is just crazy by the way end of the first quarter and it's already been a busy busy first of the year it's not going to slow down markets are starting to open up i think people are going back and starting to feel better about the economy and and uh getting to this next chapter through covid and and all that stuff so what i wanted what i want to talk about is just like momentum and how important that is because you know at the end of the year we always we always revisit what happened that year, right? We look back and we say, okay, these are the great things that we accomplished. Then we start to look forward and we have all of these goals. And then we start off really strong. And just like we did today in our leadership company, our leadership group within our company, we, we started to look back and say, okay, what were the goals that we had for the first quarter? Or what were the goals that we had for the year? And are they still important? Do, do we need to continue to, uh, do we need to continue to move forward with those or do we scrap those? Because, in all actuality, they really, really aren't something we need to be looking at. And so momentum in your life is so freaking important. And so um, I just really want to open that up and, and share with you some of the things that we're seeing, some of the things that we're doing in order for us to build on that momentum. Yeah. So I, when we're talking about, uh, say, the real estate agents within our firm, you know, we talk about this. We say, hey, once you start building that momentum, don't ease up. Don't stop prospecting yeah. as soon as you have properties under contract. Yeah. Right. You need to keep that momentum going. And and the more momentum you have, the easier it is to sustain. That's simple physics. Right. Right. And so we we push that really hard. But what about those things in your life that you're wanting to get to that momentum point? Yeah, you know, I think it's really easy going back to what you said, that concept of any time that we start to get generate those leads, right? We're generating those, especially let's, let's talk about real estate, mm-hmm. you know, those closings and under contracts and those listings, you have a natural tendency to to pull back and stay focused on the fires that you have going on. Yep. And what you miss is that you're, hey, listen, I've got momentum. How do I create even greater momentum in my life? How do I create even greater opportunities in my life? And and I will tell you, I, I was personally at fault of that for many years, not knowing that, oh man, I should actually be pushing down on the throttle and not pulling back and taking care of all the fires. Like it's, you gotta, you gotta take care of the fires, no doubt about it. 
but you got to continue to keep the, the throttle down. You bet. Yeah. And that's in, in all, all aspects of your life, really. And, and I think, you know, as leaders in our company, we're not just focused on the business momentum. We're, we're looking at the personal momentum as well. Yeah, no doubt about it. You know, one of the things that we've talked about is uh, this difference between urgency and important. And you can really look at your life this way, right? If you look at those five foundational things that we've talked about many times, faith, family, fitness, finance, and future, um, you know, what's, what are the things that are, that are super important for you? but they're getting pulled away because of the things that are urgent in our lives. And, and we can all give examples of things that become urgent at the moment. And are they something that you need to pay attention to? No doubt about it, but don't let them distract you from the important things. And in creating moment or in creating um, momentum, you know, one of the things that's really standing out to me as I, uh, grow in my leadership, as I grow in our companies, as I, as I start to even cast an even greater vision of the next chapter of my life is I'm really, really, really paying attention to the people that I surround myself with even more so. And I, and I've been doing this for years, by the way, I I haven't, I've been really intentional with making sure, uh, that I, I surround myself with people that are drivers and are movers and and are motivating me and they're building me up, but they're also calling me out. Right? Mm-hmm. Um, I'm you know I'm looking for people that are pushing me to that next level. Where man, I didn't even think that was possible. Or wow, you know who do you know again? Right? Yeah. And we had a great example of that happen this last week at our Rocky Mountain Blue event for our real estate uh, company, where we had the opportunity to have one of the most famous real estate agents in our industry within the country and hands down possibly within the world in a a sense, right? At our event in Casper, Wyoming, talking to our agents throughout the state. Like, are you kidding me? Yep. That is, like, I'm telling you, that is next to impossible to happen. Sure. Sure. I mean, you know, you're, you're, you're talking about a real estate agent who has literally has his own television show, network right. television show, and right here talking one-on-one to, to both you and I and answering questions from, from people with, within our firm and, and just outside of our firm, too. That would not have happened had it not been for a certain amount of momentum that you achieved through other relationships. Would you agree with that? Well, yeah. And I will say a big shout out to Derek, man. He is yeah, the one true. that like, he set that connection. And what I'm saying is I, I'm, when you surround yourself with people that know people, that's how you create momentum. Yeah. When you surround yourself with other like-minded people that don't want to uh, don't want to satisfy the the status quo, right? They mm-hmm. don't want to just settle anymore. They're always constantly they're looking at building, they're looking at uh, bettering themselves, right? And if that if that's if you that that is if you that's you, right? Sure. And I think that's a lot of us that are listening to this. Obviously, you and I, we understand like. This is, this is how we create momentum is being in the room. And yeah. even if you're just the fly on the wall, that's, in, that's impactful. For sure. You know, I, I remember like my younger years of leadership, I just wanted to be a fly on the wall. Mm-hmm. I just wanted to be in the room. Somehow I wanted to sneak my way into that closed room that everybody knows about, but not very many people get in. Yeah. And I was trying to do everything I could to get into that room. Yeah, you know, I mean, so many of us, so many of us wish we had, you know, like a great mentor to just tell us all the secrets, right? But 
how many of us have access to that great mentor? Mm-hmm. You've got to surround yourself with people who are, again, like-minded. Um, you know, we've talked about in, in other podcasts where, hey, do you have those people in your life that are holding you back? They're not the ones going to make that connection. You know, it's those people that are trying to help you grow and help you in a certain direction that are going to make those connections for you. Yeah. And here's what I want to say is that the better the quality of the people that you're hanging out with that really are the drivers, mm-hmm. here's the thing is they want to help you out. True. They want it. They're simply, they're asking this. We did this podcast probably what a year and a half ago or so where I talked about the trip to California and some of the, like the two most important questions that I learned on that trip. Sure. The one that I want to just repeat to you all is this as a leader, as somebody that wants to be a connector or somebody that you want to be, you want to have influence. You want to, you want to help other people get to that next level. One of the questions that you should be asking everybody is what can I do for you? right? What can I do for you? Who can I connect you with? The momentum that I'm seeing in my life now, when it comes to the book and it comes to those opportunities to talk to people and be in a, on different podcasts and, and, and open up these avenues that, uh, that I've been, that I've really wanting, that I've been wanting to explore have, be, have come because I'm having conversations with people that truly care about building relationships and they're all asking me and I'm jumping in too. Like, yeah. you know, I don't have a lot to offer right now. Right. I just, I, I don't, but Hey, listen, if there's anything I can offer, I'm all in. You just tell me how I can help you out. Right. Yeah. But they're all asking me, Hey, who can I connect you with? And I say, man, I'm looking for X, Y, Z. Right. Yeah. And they're doing it. And the doors that are opening, the conversations that are being had, the rooms that I am literally the fly on the wall. And sometimes when I'm really lucky, I get to be at the table yeah. sitting in a seat next to these people, right? That's what you should be looking for. You want to create momentum in your life. That's how intentional you have to be with the people that you're surrounding yourself with. Yeah, Josh, I want to go back to what we talked about right at the beginning. And in, in those, this, this has all come about because of the effort that you've put in. Right. The, 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 you've got the momentum started. You're putting in all this work, building all this content, creating all these relationships and yeah. networking opportunities. And now you're starting to see that build to where you're not having to be that fly on the wall anymore. Sure. You're actually being asked to the table. So yeah. that is awesome. Yeah. And once again, I'd have no problem still being the fly on the wall sure. in certain in, in rooms. I, I don't really care. I just want to, I want to be part of the conversation somehow. And most of it is I'm just listening, right? I'm just, I'm picking up nuggets, man. One of the, once again, that's why I love clubhouse is because I get to be a fly on the wall when these great, uh, these great entrepreneurs are and great businessmen and women are talking and just picking up those small nuggets are, is amazing. So, you know, going back to this momentum, this momentum piece, I just want to tell you, I got to tell you, if you want to create momentum in your life, one of the many things, cause there, it's not just one thing that you need to be doing, but one of the many things you need to be doing is literally looking at the people that you're surrounding yourself with. Are you asking the question? Are you, you know, people talk about, are you serving your list? Are you serving your sphere? Are you asking the question? Hey, who do I got to connect you with? Who can I help you get a connection with? What can I do to help you in your movement or your business or the opportunities that you see for yourself? You start doing that. I promise you, you are starting to plant seeds that will foster into amazing results for yourself. Yeah. You know, in, in one of the uh, networking groups, they call that the giver's gain, 
right? To where if you help enough people yeah. uh, get what they're what they're looking for, you're going to get some back in return. And yeah. and but you never get it without offering it up first. Sure, right? And so I I love that concept. And again, it's it's more of a leadership style that that we that we follow here to where we're always we're constantly giving that. But I I love again I love the fact that. You never know where that next opportunity is going to come from yeah. in that network. Yeah, it's it's great. That Zig Ziglar was, I think, the one that made that sure. quote famous. And one quote that we talk about all the time is when you give it out and, and slice, it always comes back in loaves. Yes. And, uh, you know, once again, it's just true. In every type of sales and every type of friendship, in a sense, you know, the more that you give, the more that you receive. So uh, anyways... Coming to the end of a of the first quarter, I just wanted to encourage you guys. If you are if you're not if you're not creating that momentum yet, uh, then these are things that you can do tactically to help create that momentum. If you have momentum, if you are if you are moving forward and you're seeing those results and you're going, man, I, this is awesome. I love it, and all this hard work is paying off. I'm just going to implore you. It's only the first quarter. Do not let off that throttle. Keep pushing down on it. Keep creating that momentum because if you want to have an exceptionally great year, if you want to have an exceptionally great life career, you've got to continue to keep pushing yourself. If you don't keep pushing yourself, you don't stay idle. We all know this. You don't stay idle. You fall back. You lose traction. You lose that momentum. And to try to start that momentum again is so hard. If you had to do it before, you know just how painstakingly slow it is. It's not fun. So, don't go through that. Just keep the keep the pedal going. I'm not saying get yourself exhausted. I'm not saying to burn out. Nope. I'm just saying keep pushing because I promise you it is absolutely worth it. And uh, continue to take take care of yourself along the on the trip. Yeah. So a great mentor of mine uh, once upon a time told me he says, you know, James, the only the only direction that you can coast is downhill. Yeah. Right. So if you want to coast, yeah. that's where you're going to head. So keep that throttle up and just keep the momentum going. It's yeah. so hard to achieve. Sure. All right. Well, appreciate you guys out there. And I uh, hope that once again, that you are able to keep that uh, throttle down and that you guys have this amazing momentum in your life. So you guys can live the life that you not only deserve, but you love. Take care. We'll talk to you very soon. 